This show is a member of the RPG Academy Network. She's a Listening to episode 16 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Today, my co host Senda and I are playing Clank by Tim Kopang. You can find out more at tckroleplaying.com. Clank is a two player, diceless role playing game. All you need is you, a friend, and a deck of cards. You are successful. You work for the government and live alone, downtown in the city. You work late hours. You're single, but find time to see people. It's about 10 p.m., and you are riding the elevator up to your well-appointed apartment. So, friend, take a moment to define a few things about this main character. Is this a man or a woman? She's a woman name she is uh, a woman named robin how old is she she is she is 45 the elevator opens directly to your apartment's foyer you throw your keys in the bowl on the side table and drop your bag on the wood floor the bag hits with a soft thud before slouching over on its side you sigh to yourself exhausted <sighs> and then you hear noise You can see the city lights through your picture window in the living room. The kitchen is out of view around a severe corner. Footsteps. Dress shoes on a tile floor. Tap, tap. The refrigerator door slams shut, rattling the metal frame with a sharp clank. Whoever it is hasn't noticed you yet. But then a beep, beep in your coat pocket, alerts you to a dead cell phone. The elevator is gliding back down the lobby. The footsteps start again. Robin, uh, I am the stranger in the kitchen. I know who the stranger is. I do not. (laughs) Um, Suss out the details by exploring the situation moment to moment. Focus on new plot developments. Don't summarize. Explore. I'm going to pick up my keys again. The ones that I had so carelessly thrown. And I'm going to put them in my, you know, you put them between your fingers so it's sticking out. So that if you had to punch someone with them. you It's the late night I'm walking down the street walk with my keys. Slipping off my own shoes that tend to go clack, clack, clack on the tile floor next to the door and the other shoes and the other coats that are hanging there, all of which are mine. And I'm slipping very carefully towards the corner of the kitchen. I know which boards are creaky on the wood floor because I've lived here for quite a while. So I'm avoiding the the creaky bits of the floor, the one right by the couch, and uh, the one that uh, is in the middle, kind of by the the, um, 
coffee table, if I sort of step underneath the coffee table, I can avoid making that one creak. And I'm trying to get a glimpse of who's in my kitchen before I do anything. You can see a figure silhouetted in the late night city lights. They seem to be at your counter doing something, but you can't quite tell what. Because you know the kitchen so well, you can tell that this stranger is uh, taller than you and broader shouldered than you. Does it seem like they're facing me? You can't really tell. But if they were facing the counter, they'd be facing away from you. Of course, because that's where the counter goes around. I am not sure what to do. Is this where we would draw a card? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. When you or your friend need inspiration. I've got nothing. Like, what would I do in this situation? Turn over a card. It is the King of Hearts. All right, the King is a government official, and you have an irrational reaction. So the cards do not define the stranger. But the cards can help you and your friend create new relationships and details surrounding the stranger. Okay, but I have an irrational reaction. Right. Maybe you assume this is a certain government official? I was going to say, I've had, um, I had last year a run-in, um, with a specific cop whose beat, um, is this street. It was very late. I was walking down the street by myself. Um, I just wanted to get home. I'd just gotten off. I work very late hours. The street isn't always the safest place, even though my apartment and my building are very nice and very safe. Um, There are some alleyways and stuff around here where, you know, every now and then you hear about a mugging, you hear about, you know, some shots firing. It's a downtown area, so um, stuff happens, you know. Um... So I tend to walk pretty quickly, and I had my headphones in, and um, and I was listening for once. I I'd kind of turned it up so that I, I didn't have to hear the world around me, and I was walking very quickly, and um, apparently this cop shouted after me, and I didn't hear him, and he thought that I was running away, um, and he chased me down and we had a an unpleasant interaction in which I ended up slammed into the side of a building um, before he realized his mistake. So I see this broad-shouldered figure in my kitchen so that I'm going to take my keys are clutched in my hand and I am going to um, reach over and turn on the kitchen light and just say, what are you doing here? So you expect to see Officer... Williams? Williams. So you expect to see Officer Williams. And instead, in front of you is a tall, broad-shouldered man making a sandwich. And he turns and he looks at you and, and says your name. And you are dumbfounded. Because this is Drew, your husband, who disappeared over two years ago. And has been declared officially dead. What? What? Ow. What? 
What? What? What? I'm staggering backwards in surprise. Because I have just found him, instead of being dead, he is in my kitchen making a sandwich. And you can't tell if it's ham or turkey. Well, he always likes turkey better, so I'm going to take a wild guess. Do you still keep turkey around? Well, yeah, because I like turkey better, too. (laughs) So it's probably a turkey sandwich. Right, but I always got stuck with ham because he always ate up all the turkey. (laughs) But, you know, two years is a long time to think that someone is dead and then have them reappear. Because I've been living my life and coming to terms with that grief for a long time now. Um, so I'm, I'm a little speechless. Hey, Robin, you want a sandwich? Did you? I mean, there's more turkey. It's like you could at least use the ham sometimes. I don't even... Where the hell have you been? Are we really gonna gonna get into the turkey and ham discussion? Really? No, no. You're gonna tell me where the hell you've been for the last two years. Two years. <sighs> you and your exaggeration. Two years. You are legally exaggeration. I haven't been gone more than two hours, Robin. You- and he kind of nonchalantly puts the top. A piece of bread on and and takes a bite out of the sandwich and leans against the counter. Would you like to... Could you tell me where you've been, please? I I would love to know what you've been doing for the last two... hours? (laughs) Well, I went to the gym and... and then I came back. I'm gonna turn around and look at the calendar on the kitchen wall and see what the date is. And it is December 1st. Has it been two years? <laughs> yeah, he went missing in the fall of 2013. 2013? Uh, you remember that he normally took a bag back and for- forth with him to the gym, but you don't see a bag around. Tell me today's date. This isn't funny, Robin. No, I'm serious. Tell me today's date. No, you just... You just want to make fun of me. You think I'm dumber than you are. I'm not going to have this fight again. I'd rather fight about turkey and ham. Okay, fine. Let's fight about the turkey and the ham, but tell me today's date. Uh, He looks at his watch and says... It's October 16th. I, I sink down slowly... Onto one of the stools behind the counter, sort of the bar area. Just looking over the counter at him. So, you went to the gym? Was that, that was it? Yeah, I went to the gym and I came back. Where's your bag? It's it's in the hall. I, I move my head over to look down the hall. There's no bag. Well, there's your bag. It's my bag. And my shoes. And my jackets. Mm-hmm. And that single picture of your wedding day that you keep around. Near the front door, so that any time you enter or exit, you can look and remember that happy day. 
I'm quite concerned that you seem to be missing two years of your life. Can you turn over another card, please? Yeah, sure. I got the Jack of Spades. Oh, oh no. Up. Oh, no. If I, if I had told you which card to pull. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't have pulled a better one? You couldn't have pulled a better one. Oh, boy. Because from down the hall. <laughs> oh, no. From your bedroom. What? Comes another male voice. What? <laughs> okay, now I'm going to have to differentiate my male voices, aren't I? Yeah. Okay, let's see if I can do this. Robin, is that you, love? Do I know this voice? You do, yes. It's your British booty call. He was not here when I left this morning. Was he? Was he? I feel like that's up to you to decide. I don't think he was. Like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a weeknight. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a very British name. Benedict? Benedict. <laughs> All right. Your British booty call Benedict. Oh, my gosh. Um, I refuse to make an attempt to sound like Benedict Cumberbatch, so we okay. will go with generic, awkward British voice. Generic, awkward male voice. Emerging from your bedroom is uh, Benedict. <laughs> In the extra robe you keep around. Now, you know Drew was never a calm man. <laughs> Drew drops the sandwich onto the floor. I mean, he is just surprised. And Benedict, when he... That was my favorite plate. <laughs> when he gets to the uh, doorway and he sees Drew, he kind of stops and he, he says, uh, Robin, what, what's going on here? And wow. Drew says, um, gonna ask you the same thing, buddy. And he kind of advances on Benedict very menacingly. Whoa, whoa, and whoa, Benedict whoa, like whoa, whoa, backs whoa. up and puts his hands in the air and, and says, look, mate, I don't know what, what, what's you're doing. And I, I don't know why my accent is wavering so much. It must be because of the fear. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I'm going to clean your clock. What the hell are you doing here? Okay, I'm going to insinuate myself between these two gentlemen. Okay. Facing Drew. Okay. Robin, you want to explain this? Drew, I want you to stay calm for a moment, please. Can you do that for me? Take a breath. One, two, okay. three, four. Something five, extremely six, strange has happened, seven, eight, and nine, I... Ten. Don't know how to explain it because you seem to think that it is October 16th of 2013 and I have been living my life since October 16th of 2013 and it is now December 1st of 2015 and you have been gone for two years and we thought you were dead. The police officially declared you dead. They couldn't find you anywhere. They couldn't find a trace of you anywhere. He's he rolls your bag? his eyes at you. Where where is your bag? 
I left it in the hall. Okay, show me. No, I'm not gonna let you distract me me from this. No, No. you're trying to distract me with your smart thoughts. There is a man in my bathrobe. Side note, it is obviously not his bathrobe. It's a different color. But it is a male bathrobe. I mean, I don't know how many visitors you have, but you have at least one (laughs) male bathrobe around. That at least, yeah, at least one, at least Benedict feels comfortable in. Wearing a robe Mm -hmm. around my house and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Sure he does. Hey, does, uh, does Benedict have a key? Um, so that's what's really interesting. No, no, he doesn't. And I'm... I mean, unless something happened last night that I don't remember, I am pretty sure he was not here this morning when I left. So, curiouser and curiouser, but right now my primary concern is that my husband has reappeared after two years. So, Benedict, you're going to have to give me a little bit of time to sort this out. I don't know what's going on. He seems to have amnesia or something. I don't know. But look... That's my husband. He was declared dead a year ago. You you didn't tell me you were married. I thought that my husband was dead. I thought that he was dead for a year and a half. You know, that's he just reappeared. A really lame excuse. Okay. okay. Look, I no, am a lot no, of things. No. But no, we one will of the deal things with I am later. not is, we will deal, no. is someone who goes around adultering. I'm going to push him back into the bedroom and close the door behind him. (laughs) Are you going to hold it shut? No, I'm just going to close it and I'm going to say, I will deal with you in a minute. Just give me a minute and I will sort all of this out. (laughs) But I am extremely confused right now. Robin, and I I need to figure out what's going on. No, you stay. You you, you hear through the doorway. I know I no. said I was open-minded, but not quite no. maybe as no. open-minded as you think. No, no. Stay in the bedroom. We will talk about this in a second. <laughs> Close bedroom door. And I'm going back to the living room. Is Drew still in the living room? Uh, Drew is putting on his jacket. Where did his jacket come from? You didn't see. You, you didn't ask if he if there was, was anything around. Where's his, is his bag? There. Yes. You know I do a lot, and I know that you bring home more money than I do. But I always thought our relationship was that of equals, and we don't always see a hundred percent eye to eye. But that's true with any marriage, and I know that our counseling hasn't been going that great. But I just—I mean, this is a step beyond, Robin. I'm going to reach in the pocket of my coat and pull out my phone. I know that the battery is super close to being dead. Right. But I want to turn it on and see what date the phone says. It is dead. Damn. Completely dead. Curse and toss it on the table. (laughs) He shows you his watch. I believe that your watch says that, but that's not the life that I've been living? I don't know if I'm crazy or if you're crazy. Something is terribly, Uh, terribly wrong. I'm pretty certain you're crazy. No, something is really, really wrong right now. And it, I, 
There's no way I ever would have cheated on you if I thought that you were still alive. You have been dead for two years. Robin, I've been gone for two hours. I got promoted. They moved the big tree out front that we liked so much. Um, they, We had a memorial service, and I don't know how to solve this. But I'm extremely confused. Will you please sit down for a moment and let's try to figure this out together? You go back to the calendar in the kitchen and realize that two pages are kind of stuck up. There's a there's a pen attached to the wall that you guys use to mark on your calendar. And you flip it back down to the month that it's actually open to and it's open to October. It's open to October 2013. And you start wondering to yourself, wait, what was Drew's robe color? Didn't I give that lamp away because his mother gave it to us and I hated it? So ugly. What is it doing back here? It's been gone for a really long time. And the terrible Afghan, too. And I definitely moved those pictures, because I always hated them. And I took down all the pictures of me, because I'm kind of self-conscious, and I don't like looking at pictures of myself when it's just me looking at pictures of myself. That's weird. Right. So there's a lot of pictures of me up again. This is... So uh, Drew looks at you, expecting to sort of continue the fight, and then says, Did you get a new phone? No, I've had this for... It's the it's the iPhone 6. It's but, been out for like eight months. No, the but the iPhone 5 was just announced. Just give me... Can you... Give me one second. I'm going to grab my cell phone, my iPhone 6, and I'm going to march into the bedroom where Benedict is. Where Benedict is. <laughs> Wearing Drew's robe. Oh, he is He is changing back into his own clothing. Okay, good. I'm yeah. going to... You? Out. Well, I... Uh, You're, it's had, just go. Yes, um, this is a so, mess. So lovely. Just go. Uh, this was a lovely yep, first just time. Leave. Keep Keep... Keep my number in your phone. First time? Um, what? And he's going to oh grab God, his little sack and, and he's going to leave. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to grab his messenger bag and leave. <laughs> his little sack. It's probably not that And little. you hear sort of an awkward thing in the hallway. At, and then Benedict kind of scampers out of the out of the way. So I'm going to reach down next to my bedside table and I'm mm-hmm. going to pull out the charger that's plugged in down there. Yep. Boy, you're lucky that it's an iPhone 5 to an iPhone 6 and not an iPhone 4 to an iPhone 5. That's true, actually. It's still going to work, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. So it it takes a minute and... um, to, to come back on and then the screen flickers on and you sort of slide right and put in your passcode. No, and, I just hold my uh, thumb it, on the button for a second till it unlocks. Oh, that's right. iPhone six. Sorry. 
you you hold your thumb on the button until it unlocks and it it takes a moment to sort of connect the circles kind of go up and down for a minute and then a little thing pops up a little notice that says um you've set your time and date wrong and it suggests that you set your time to October 16th, 2013. I'm going to make millions. <laughs> so I drop the phone on the bed. I go running back out to the living room and um, rush over to the giant picture windows to look down and see if the tree is still there, too. Tree's still there. And Drew's about to leave. Um. So I go running after him. And I catch his arm before he can walk out the door. And I pull him back to a couch and sit him down. And I sit down very slowly next to him. <laughs> I am not sure that you are going to believe me but I am also very sure that I have somehow traveled backwards two years in time you expect me to believe that not really but I have to try because uh, let's be honest I'm 45 and I don't have time anymore for stupidity and beating around the bush here. <laughs> that's what you said when I proposed. So, like, that's what you said, except you said I'm 35. Right. Except apparently now I'm 43? But I'm not, because I'm still 45, but now I'm in a world where I'm 43? Well, I mean, I know women do mature faster oh, than shut men, up. but we're in our 40s. Like, I don't think that... that... So you hear uh, the elevator coming back up. Ping! Oh my gosh. And out of the elevator steps you. We hope you enjoyed episode 16 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. It really does help people find the show. If you'd like to chat with us, we spend way too much time on Twitter. You can find our feed at SAS Geek Podcast or find more ways to connect with us on our website, sasgeek.com. Clank is a two-player diceless game of emotional exploration and suspense by Tim Cupping. Find more of his games at tckroleplaying.com. You can also find Tim on Twitter at tckoppang. Finally, as always, the fantastic song at the beginning and ending of our show is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Check out her website for great merchandise, tour dates, and more awesome songs at kieranstrange.com, or follow her on Twitter for news and updates at Kieran Strange. We'll see you in two weeks for our next adventure. I'm ready, I'm waiting on the battleground. She's a